Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this segment is all about Mercury and what Mercury represents in a birth chart. So please keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer, and to learn more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, there is a wealth of information on the internet. And if you want to calculate your individual birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on chart, generate your individual birth chart to see where Mercury is placed, what house it's in, and what sign it's in. So Mercury in Vedic astrology represents our cognitive processing. Mercury is intelligence. It's our ability to use logic to analyze, organize, and communicate information. There's a lot of connection to speech with Mercury as well as our education, mathematics, publishing, writing, business, um, again, analysis, And also astrology. If you have a strong Mercury, there is going to be an inclination to astrology here. What I love about Mercury is that it also has to do with humor and wit. And so those who are very quick-witted, they, you know, are observing information, they process it, they think of something witty to say and communicate it in a snap. (laughs) So that's that mercurial energy. Mercury represents anything that is detail-oriented, Again, analytical, well-organized. So the people who are speaking up in class who always have something really intelligent to say, who are very well-spoken and can communicate their ideas clearly, that is a very strong mercurial trait. Someone who I love to use as an example for Mercury is actually Bill Gates. So he's a Gemini rising and Gemini is ruled by Mercury and his Mercury is exalted in the sign of Virgo. This is a highly mercurial person. He works with computers. He develop, He does web design. He does all of this different coding, things that are well beyond my scope, right? <laughs> That's a very strong, intelligent Mercury. That is how Mercury works. Office space. If you've ever seen the movie Office Space, that is a mercurial arena. Um, web designing, coding, processing information, Anything that you can imagine along those lines is a very mercurial nature. Now, so we've covered that Mercury is intelligent and it's analytical and it's organized. It also has to do with communication, publishing, and writing. Again, publishing and writing has to do with processing information in a clear and concise way. And so Mercury can absorb information on a cognitive level, process it, and then be able to share information in a way that's digestible for the masses. And so a strong Mercury would look like someone who can read a page within a few seconds and then write two sentences that summarize the page in totality. Um, A weak Mercury is someone who has a lot of trouble reading information summarizing it and communicating it in a clear and concise way. So if you're the type of person who, you know, you read something and you understand it, you know, it's not like you're stupid, you read it and you understand it, but it's difficult for you to put into words. It's difficult for you to communicate or to summarize that may show some weaker mercurial quality. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. If somebody 
has difficult with this, they usually have other types of strengths in their chart. So if you have like a debilitated Mercury or a weak Mercury, check out the other planets. We all have our strengths and weaknesses in life, in our practices, in Vedic astrology. So just because someone's Mercury is weak does not mean they're dumb. Their mind processes information in a different way. Albert Einstein had a debilitated Mercury. Now, he had a few different things that canceled his debilitated Mercury out because there are cancellations in Vedic astrology, but his mind still processed information in a different way. Just because you have a cancellation of a debilitation, his Mercury was still looking through the lens of Pisces. When Mercury comes into the sign of Pisces, it's debilitated. And so even though it's canceled, his Mercury was still in Pisces. And so that means that the way he processed information and communicated about information was going to be obscure in some way. And it was, it certainly was. It wasn't the same type of clear, concise language that we see with highly mercurial people like Bill Gates. And so Mercury, of course, is also the sense of humor. So stand-up comedians, people who are, you know, constantly shooting back the most hilarious comebacks is a highly mercurial nature. Mercury also has to do with our interests and our hobbies. And so you can see a lot about what types of activities somebody likes to do judging by their mercury. A strong mercury can also show a mathematician, a teacher, a writer, musician is huge because Mercury is also dexterity and how we use our hands, how we synthesize our mental ability and our physical ability is very mercurial. So with music, you're using your intellectual mind to follow the beat or read music. Um, and then you're also simultaneously using your physical body in alignment with your cognitive processing. So that is extremely mercurial. People who have strong musical ability typically have some connection to Mercury in some way. Mercury also represents how we communicate, as I've been mentioning. But with that, there can be miscommunications and then strong communication. So having a strong Mercury can give us the ability to properly communicate our thoughts and our feelings and also information in our work or in school. And so a weaker Mercury may make it difficult to discuss your feelings because it's taking the emotional processing of the mind, which is the moon, but then communicating it, which is more mercurial. And so having a weaker Mercury may make communicating about feelings a little bit more difficult. It may take a little bit extra practice. Resolving conflict comes with Mercury. So having a weaker Mercury may make resolving conflict a little bit different. And then just sharing in general. Okay, so when you have a weaker Mercury, you may be less inclined to want to share or connect. Having a strong Mercury may make it easier to communicate about your feelings and your interests and your thoughts and your philosophies even. So having a strong Mercury is a benefit. Now, I will say that debilitated Mercury's I have not seen do exceptionally poorly. I would say that if you're going to have a debilitated planet, having a debilitated Mercury is one of the ways to go. It's one of the least uh, impactful from what I've seen. And it can make people a little bit more intuitive. So people who have debilitated Mercuries tend to really lean on the lunar energy of their mind and vice versa. And 
I'm not saying that these are mutually exclusive. I think that people can have very strong mercurial energy and very strong lunar energy. But I have seen that in some charts, if mercury is dominating, the lunar quality is a little bit less intact. And then if the lunar energy is dominating, the mercurial energy is a little bit less intact. And, you know, once you're aware of it, you can just kind of find balance, but certainly not mutually exclusive, just something that I've noticed. Now, Mercury is a very dual natured sign. It can see multiple perspectives. And again, it has a duality to it, like we see with the sign of Gemini. Now, Mercury can also be quite critical in nature. It can be very discerning and very critical at times, very detail-oriented and nitpicky, and we see that energy expressed more so in the sign of Virgo. And so Mercury rules the signs of Virgo and of Gemini, and so Gemini and Virgo naturally have a lot of this mercurial energy. When Mercury comes into the sign of Pisces, it's technically debilitated. And when Mercury comes into the sign of Virgo, it's exalted. So Mercury is one of those special planets where when it comes into Virgo, it's in its own sign, it's exalted as well. Virgo is this very <laughs> mercurial, analytical, organized sign. So when Mercury comes into Virgo, it feels very comfortable and it's naturally exalted. Now Pisces is very intuitive and feely and dreamy and whimsical. When Mercury comes into Pisces, it feels a little bit less comfortable. Okay. So that's why it's debilitated in the sign of Pisces. Of course, we have the idea of Degbala, which is directional strength. When Mercury comes into the first house, it receives full directional strength or full Degbala. So when Mercury's in the first house, it typically is very strong. Now, keep in mind, just because a planet is strong doesn't necessarily mean it will give good results. Sometimes a planet can give strong, bad results or life events. So just keeping that in mind. According to medical astrology, Mercury has to do with the skin and because there's a lot around communication, it's the throat, nose, lungs. It's also the nervous system. And according to Ayurveda, there are the three different doshas, which are vata, pitta, kapha. Mercury is tridoshic. It's said to take on the qualities of all the dosha. And so it has like this very even keel balanced quality. And so I hope that this was helpful. This is my take on Mercury. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me and talk about where your Mercury pl is placed or how it's impacting your life, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.